0: Melody and this is the second episode of our podcast I'm your host Gina and I'm your host Damara and welcome back to our second episode so during this episode we're going to be reviewing Pink Friday 2 by the one and only Nicki Minaj and we're also going to be discussing female rap in 2023 so let's get started oh and actually before we start don't forget to like comment and subscribe if you want to see more content for us and without ado let's get started so Pink Friday Two, Pink Friday Two has just dropped. Did you just see the? Apparently, she's broken like this, like the streaming record. She's got like twenty eight yes. million
1: streams in one day. I saw the Bobs, are in full formation.
0: The Bobs, uh, do you know? <laughs> I, do, I, do I'm not like gonna get my full feelings on the Bobs, but. You guys support when it comes time for Nikki. so we're gonna do a review of this album. So how we're gonna review this album is that we're gonna review it through cohesion of the album, production, does it push boundaries, lyrics and storytelling, and how we think that Nikki's done that album rollout. And then we're gonna name our favorite and least favorite songs. So and then we're gonna give an overall grade of what we think of the album. So without ado, let's start with our let's start with our opinions. Do you okay. Rest- so do you want to start off our least favourite songs I'm going to do the negative first the negative first yeah that's our least favourite least favourite okay so I'm going to literally I'm literally getting on my list because I made a whole list of notes while I was listening to Pink Friday 2 literally get my notes okay so do you want to go first or should I
1: I want to hear you. I want
0: to pick your brain
1: first. Oh, do you know what I was gonna say? Like, you're so funny. Do
0: you know why? Like, cause, cause we were listening to Pink Friday too, and I was, and I had a list of notes. Like, this is what I liked. <laughs> this is what I um
1: disliked, and it was so funny because we had different opinions. So before we even get into that, though. We do have to, like, say we have chosen to wear pink today. How can we forget? How can we forget? In honour of... honour of this review. So shout out to Nicki Minaj. We dress very special. Brrr. I
0: was going to say, so if our favourite do, we're going to start yeah. with the... Yeah, sorry to
1: interrupt you there.
0: I <laughs> ah, no, don't even apologise.
1: But yeah, go on then. Okay, so
0: <laughs> I put my least favourite song, so I put Beep Beep, right? Because when I put Beep Beep, I was like... It's got a good beat, but I just thought the song was really short and simple. Was it like, beep, beep was like, what, like, one minute and, like, something seconds. It was just very short. And there just, for me, it just wasn't a lot going on there. So I felt like it was really forgettable. So, so I kind of...
1: Beep, beep is, yeah, a minute and 35. Or no, yeah, a minute and 35 seconds. It's really short. It's short. I feel like... By the time I'm getting, I'll be getting into it and then it's finished. That's what, that's how I felt about the song.
0: Yeah, so my second favourite song was, what was it called? Least favourite. Sorry, no, least favourite songs, forgive me. Okay, I didn't like Pink Friday Girls. Do you know why? Because so you know this song is a sample of girls just want to have fun, right? And so I felt like with this song is that it relies way too much on samples. Like, I felt like like the main appeal of it is just a sample and I felt like she didn't really add too much to it. She didn't really kind of put her own thing on it, unlike other songs. So I put that as my least favourite. And I think that my other least favourite song is, let me just get that up.
1: I know what you're going to say.
0: What am I going to say?
1: No, actually, do you know what you tell me? and see. You're going to say Pink Birthday. Oh, that... that that, that I was literally going to say Pink <laughs> Birthday. <laughs> I knew you were going to say <laughs> because that.
0: Because I put that down, I was like... I literally, in my notes, you're going to laugh at me. I put it, it was skippable, and I was like, I wasn't do you know why I want to I was just like I just wasn't feeling it I was just like it was just very skeptical to me so those are my least favourite songs tomorrow
1: so Pink Birthday is also one of my least favourites um why do I dislike it I I felt like I didn't really like the melodies on the song
0: I get what you mean
1: yeah I didn't I do not really like yeah I think mainly the melodies I didn't really like the melodies on the song um because I didn't like it, I would just quickly just change it. Um also I'm not actually quite sure why it's called Pink Birthday. I know the album came out on Nikki's birthday.
0: I think it's because she's going for like a pink theme. I think that was just kind of the thing of her album. I think she was going for pink. I mean pink. she
1: does say happy pink birthday in it. Maybe it was a song to herself, kind of like a gift. To herself? Maybe she added it on last
0: minute. I don't actually know. I'm speculating at this point, but maybe she just added it on last minute.
1: Yeah. The song also is very short as well. I don't like the short
0: songs on the album. I feel like for me, all all her like really short songs are just missing something. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. That's fair. Another song that I didn't love. Hmm. Um... I'm going to go with
0: Nikki Hendrix. I can see why you say that. Like, I,
1: I actually understand yeah. how and why. Because I love Future, I love Nikki. So, in my mind, you know, because they've got a song already together. In the sky. I've forgotten the name. How does it... What is the name of it? I can't actually remember
0: the name of the song, but we can touch it up.
1: Let me quickly get that. Let Do you know what's funny,
0: Tamara? In my notes, Future. I put Future's Future was mediocre in
1: that one. I said that I didn't like You're the baddest. Best. You're the baddest. And Tap Out. So they've worked together before. Yeah. And also as well, Future's, you know, in terms of rap. You know, some people... Seema's a goat, Nicky's a goat. So I'm just like, no, I don't know. I just didn't love the collab. I just thought it could have been something else. It was very melodic as well. And I was just, I don't know what I was expecting. I just didn't envision that It's a slow song. When I see future, I was just thinking a club, they're going to do something like club related. <laughs> That's what I just thought in my mind. Like, But I, it didn't hit that spot for me. Um, and then my last song that I didn't love, I don't, it's sad we have to be, start with negative, but you know, it, it is what it is. Um, another song that I didn't love, I think I might have to give it to Pink Friday Girls. I don't, I don't like that song because I think, it's, it, for me, it's the sample. Yeah, I might have to give it to Pink Friday Girls, mainly because as well, I felt like the sample wasn't amazing. Considering in this same album, there are amazing, there's an amazing sample here. So yeah, I didn't think that sample ate as much as the other samples in the album.
0: I think when there's artists that like, when you rely on a sample to carry the song, rather than taking a sample and then recreating it into your own, That's a good use of sample to me. But for this song, she relied on the sample to carry the song rather than taking a sample and turning it into her own.
1: Yeah. Which is what my problem was. Because the song already exists. So it's like taking the song, repackaging it, and then, yeah, giving it to us as something brand new. Yeah. Because the song's iconic. Girls Just Want to Have Fun is an iconic song alone. And it's very nostalgic for some people. So I do think, yes, the song does rely on that a bit. Honestly, How long is the song again? It's not long, is it? It's not
0: that long. The thing is, my thing is that I would rather it's two
1: minutes and forty five. It's not a long song
0: to me. I would just rather listen to girls just want to have fun. Like I'm sorry, like when I have that song, just like I'll just listen to the original. There's not too much being done with it, so I'll just listen to that. But are those all of your negatives? I mean, are yeah, we are only gonna do, th- yeah, we're we're gonna do three. We'll do three. We
1: don't wanna put too much bad negative energy out there. But now we've
0: gotten the negatives out of the way, let's go into our favourite songs.
1: Okay, I, I already know my favourite songs off the top of my head.
0: You want okay. to go
1: first? We have a shared favourite, we'll do the shared favourite last. So do the favourites that you know aren't my favourites.
0: Okay, one of my favourites, and I was shocked that you didn't feel the same way that yeah. I did. I said Forward From Trini. For from Trini. Do you know why? It's just that I love like that Caribbean um vibe. Like I was just I was just like this is gonna like, pop one well in the clouds. Like, I'm gonna bust and wine when I hear this. You know, the features for me, it slid and I loved it. I was like, this is great. And as you know, Nikki's from Trini, right? She's yeah, from Trini, Trini died, dad. right? I was like, it makes sense why she did this. So I thought that she slid. I thought she did her thing. I was like, I wanna wine. Like I was, when I was just say, I was like, oh, <laughs> I wanna wine. So I was like, that was my favorite song. I think the thing is, my other two, they're your favourites as well, are they? Cause I'm I'm gonna say my favourite is Red Ruby the Sleeves. I'm sorry, I mm.
1: know it came out. <gasps> Fine, no, I'll, I'll give you that one. No, take it, take
0: it. I was gonna say because like Red, I'm sorry, like I know it came on the month ago, but only when them sleeves. If it's sleeves, Red Ruby the Sleeves. Chinese or These wannabe Changlies like that. Like the thing is, Nikki started this year with fire, but. Uh, this came I don't know why she didn't like put more promotion into that song like mm, she just dropped mm. it and then she dropped like the music video but then the music video was kind of dry it was just like her just walking around no I'm sorry for with the sleeves I think she should have put out a proper <laughs> a proper music video because the thing is I, <sighs> I thought that the pictures that she was gonna take was the theme of mm-hmm, the music mm-hmm. video and that's what I thought but then she didn't do it so I think it was a missed opportunity I think she could have put more promotion into it because I feel like people slept on that song. Like, it was popular when it came out, but I don't think it got that long-term love. So, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I, I see what you're saying. But, and, so, so that's my second favourite. Me and Damara have the same favourite, and Everybody featuring the Uzi. We're going Everybody... We're gonna These
1: rep- just... She swears. You can't swear. That's why I was like... Is it...
0: Oh, yeah, I was going to
1: Everybody. <laughs> everybody. Like, she's swearing. I can't. I was yeah. going to say,
0: when I listened that song,
1: like, I started, like, moving. And I
0: was messaging Damara, and I was listening to the album, and then when everybody came up, I started, like, moving everybody. in my bed. Because I was sick that day, but everybody was like, oh, I wanted to move even though I'm sick. And it's,
1: it's, it's already blowing up on TikTok. Like, we're seeing it right now, like yeah that song is hard good use of a sample I loved, and do you know what's crazy like I actually really love the original song do you know you know the original mm-hmm. song yeah don't start don't start won't start the beat I can't start and obviously as well um there's a scene in White Chicks have you seen White Chicks mm-hmm. the dance the dance break part that so it just like takes me back to there and then obviously Nicki came in and slid and then Uzi just like you know when he hears damn I literally smiled when I heard his "Damn," I was like, yes. It just took me to, I just want to rock. It was just so lit. They both ate on that one. I they love both, that song. They ate.
0: And I was going to say, I have another favourite, but I was going to say, I, I think i gonna let you go. Because I, okay, cool. I think
1: your other favourite was the same as mine. Okay, cool. Eek. So I can only say two more, but I actually have a few favourites. But just for the sake of this podcast, I don't want to bore you. So I'ma go with mm, Okay. Oh no. Nah. Okay, cool. Can we say more than three? Can I say more than three? <laughs> you can it's say fine. more than three. Okay, cool. It's it's a long album. It's 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 a 22-song album, so it's very long. Honestly, it's very but I say I don't wanna say that negatively, it's very long, but I'm an album girl. I I listen to things from beginning to end. Barbie Dangerous is called... The bars, the flow, the beat, cold, and also I don't know if she did it on purpose, but she also sounds like how she slid on Meek Mill. Baby, is it, is it? all lies on you? Okay. I'm gonna say I don't know the name of the song. That's I uh, know. I think that's what it's that is what's called all lies on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called all lies on you. Yeah, she. She slid the same way, like how she was rapping on that song is similar to this one. So some people are like, oh, you're stealing your old flows, whatever. But it's like your own art. So you can replicate that as many times as you want. In my opinion, as long as, you know, Nicki Minaj, she has diff. She's shown she's very, what's the word? Like a chameleon. She can do anything. She is a chameleon. Versatile, that's the word. She's like- very versatile. Her and Dojka are both chameleons. Yeah. Ooh, and don't she too. Yeah, she's a, she's very versatile. She's proved that. So from time to time, if you would like take me back to flows that you've done in other songs many, many years ago now, I don't mind that. I love that. So uh, Barbie Dangerous, the bars in that song are crazy as well. <sighs> what? I've got to say another favourite. There's like, okay, cool. Red Ruby Disleaze, yeah. But you've, you went into that one, so I won't. There's two here. Hi- okay, cool. I think we have a shared one. We have a shared one? We do. Okay, cool. So I'll say the one that's not shared. Um, Cowgirl. I love that one.
0: I didn't like that song that much. And we, and I think you were shocked when I was like, yeah. I, I didn't get it. Like, I was
1: just like, I thought the song was okay. I like Cowgirl. It's like, first of all, Lordies. I think I said her name right. Lordies or Lordies. Um, I think she's a, a hook. A little hook like Queen. She also collaborated with Sweetie on Backseat. On I can't remember the name of Sweetie's EP. Let me go get. Was it now. the High Maintenance one? No, no, no. It was like a collab. It was a, yeah, a collaboration album by Sweetie, worked well, with artists on the Come out Oh. It's okay. cold, but obviously when Sweetie makes good music, everyone wants to overlook that one. Yeah, Pretty Summer Playlist it's on Pretty Summer Playlist. Um, it's hard. And she made a song with Lordez or Lorde's called Backseat. And that's the song that actually introduced me to Lordees. So when I saw her on this album, I was really happy. I was like, what? Like you've gone from Sweetie to Nicki Minaj in two years. That's lit. Shout out to you, Lordees. But yeah, I really like that song. You know, you know how um there always has to be that song about sex on, on an album in rap. That's what I think personally. You can disagree. But it's that song, it's melodic, it's for girls. It's literally, for, it's for the girls. It's like, to feel good. Like, I like that song. And I think her bars are cold as well on that song. Do um, you wanna do our I shared? Yeah, you should say it. Let Me Calm Down. Yes, okay. I was worried that I was gonna be wrong, but what am I ever wrong? I was like, I'm gonna save this one, cause
0: I was like, what is there to be said Let on? Me Calm
1: Down. First of all, the beat.
0: The beat, that that production was really good on the in song.
1: beat, like, if I could hug a beat, I'm hugging that. Like, I love that beat. And then I love how Nikki enters the song just gully as she usually does. And then when J... By the time J. Cole has come, that's literally just sealed it. It just sealed the deal. Like, wrap the song up, like, eat it. Like, there you go. Can I
0: just say, J. Cole has given one of the best feature runs, J. Cole has given one of the best feature ones that we've seen in ages. His feature run has been unmatched and just him like, especially on like this album, which is more melodic and really, obviously Nikki's always been very, very girly, but in her last two albums, like Pink Print and Queen, she's playing more back into her hip hop era. But this album, because it's Pink Friday, is is a reflection of all of her pop rap girly era. And so just knowing how J. Cole is so like, willing to eff, ep- to eff effortl- effortlessly yeah slide on these on, on like these types of songs with different types of um, sounds just shows how talented he is he elevated that song to a different level that it was HR. already really high it was
1: already high I, I did this <laughs> but it was actually it was really here but then he just took it literally to like so the top he took it to the top ooh and also um, I think J. Cole's a chameleon as well he can make a club song he can make
0: Conscious song,
1: Conscious music as well. Like, his verse was just insane. And I think he's he's got a beautiful rapping voice. I really love his rapping voice. It's very distinct. Like, you hear it and you know it's him. So, yeah. The talent, regard, like... Me saying he's talented is an understatement. understatement. His, verse is be- his verse is so beautiful. J. Cole's a goat, so he did his thing. Yeah, it was literally, like, honouring a baddie. It was just, like... I loved his lyrics. He's great. I love J. Cole.
0: So I was going to say, so is that... Has that ends our favourites?
1: Yeah. Okay. There, are, there are some other songs, I was gonna say, there are, there are we'll some be here. But we'll, like, we'll be here. Literally, we'll be here till next year.
0: We'll be here till next year. So we're going to also now talk about just, like, our overall opinions on the production of the album and the lyricism and storytelling okay. and the cohesion. So I'll probably summarise mine in... Obviously, not too long, because we don't want to be here for 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> but what I trying to say is, I, for me personally this is this is where it's gonna get a bit controversial i felt like the album wasn't really cohesive to me i felt like it was more of like a singles kind of album where single here That's single fair. there but i felt like the album wasn't telling a story i felt like queen told like more of a cohesive kind of story into what nikki was trying to sell and what they was trying to do but i felt like this one was kind of just meant for singles that will pop off here and there rather than a cohesive kind of sound even with the original pink friday there was more of a cohesive flow into what she was telling in pink friday but with here it just felt like single 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 that's i felt about
1: um, being
0: cohesive what do you think like did you think it was cohesive or um
1: i'll be very honest although i love everybody i do think that it's kind of out of place in the album another song that's out of place is blessings there's a gospel song there I was really, when I was literally just like listening to the album and when the song came on and, and I heard Tasha, Tasha Cobbard. She was good. No, that's, that's disgraceful. Tasha Cobb's Leonard. She was good. Um, her voice is beautiful. She's a gospel singer. So as soon as I heard her voice, I just immediately went to see who it was because I knew it wasn't Nicki. Um, and I did, I appreciate the song, but I did think it's kind of out of place. Like, but I know that uh, Nikki isn't, Touch with like, you know, her faith, and this isn't the first time that she's actually shouted out this artist as well, this gospel singer. Um, I think Super Freaky Girl also is out of place. Do you know why? I thought I like because that song came. Oh, do you, I keep. Do you know what? I actually forgot that
0: song was, was even on the yet. album because it because it literally came out a year ago. But can we just we need to be honest. That song was to give Nicki a number one. It was strategically designed to get a number one. I'm not hating Nicki on that. I'm not going to fall for that because that is the game. You, we have certain songs that are designed to chart high. Yeah, The that sample's
1: song, very popular.
0: As I say, wow. the sample was designed to get to number one. It It is a bit weird when we listen Can't to it in the whole context of the album. So I'm not going to... So you're right. Yeah. that That is a single song not really fitting on the
1: album. You're right. I also think Needle... It's out of place.
0: I agree with that as well. It's I... a vibe.
1: I do think the song's a vibe. A I, I do time. imagine it's it's a summer song. "Needles" definitely a summer song, or late night drive song. I think Drake ate on the chorus. I do think the chorus is sick, and Nicky's singing it. Did go, it go, it went. It I... went. You know. Um, I feel like there's some songs that we get the gully rap, then it's like the sample kind of pop kind of way that we go and then it's like the really slow singing songs so i understand though an album's supposed to show um versatility and it's not supposed to be the same
0: it has to flow
1: yeah maybe i don't know maybe it's the track listing yeah yeah
0: I was gonna say, uh, what's in a different opinion? I felt like Nikki sang a bit too much on this album. Mm. I personally feel that like Nikki's at, like, Nikki can sing, but for me, I personally feel that like Nikki's at, at her strongest when she limits the amounts of singing and she saves it for bits and bobs. I feel like on this one, it was too much.
1: You I thought it was too much? I thought
0: I it was too much, but I understand the vibe of the album, what she was going for, so I get it, but I feel like Nikki's at her strongest. Like, for example, like last time I saw you, it fit there, because that's a ballad. Aww. But I felt like she should have just limited the singing here and there. But maybe she's thinking because like her last two albums like Queen and The Pink Print are like, pure hip-hop albums, mm. that's what's going to go there. But I personally just feel like Nicki's at her best when she limits it. Is that it for how you feel about cohesion? Because we still
1: can't get through like
0: the three other
1: things. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, album's supposed to show range. And it does show range. Anyway. I think that's why she was singing more. I think she was trying to show that yeah, I'm the best, one of the best rappers MCs out there, but I can I can really sing. I think that's maybe the avenue she was trying to go down. But yeah, yeah. So
0: you if I'm going to talk about okay, so if we're going to talk about like productions and sonics, right? I thought that the production was kind of basic on this oh, album. Basically. I was gonna say, however, there are some songs where the production is better. Okay. On some songs, but then there are other songs that's like um, the production was just a bit lacking in some places. I will say, and this is not a thing with Nicki. I don't like this recent trend of the over-reliance on samples to get songs popping. I just, this is not a Nicki thing. So this is like, people say I'm hating on Nicki. I'm not hating on Nicki. I just don't like this trend that loads of celebrities are doing of taking samples and just kind of just relying on samples to bring us um, popular. Like, I want to go back to the old days. If we're going to take samples, we have the sample and then it's turned into something completely new that you and can't, that repackage, it's repackaged, but now it is the trend that you want to hear the original beat <laughs> and then that's why people like the song because they can recognise it. Like, I love everybody and mm-hmm. it, it's, and it, and it pops off because we know the original beat, but I felt like Nikki kind of made it enough into her own thing. Yeah,
1: Uzi was a beautiful touch as and Uzi well. And Uzi had this thing, but I just felt like the production. And the Jersey, yeah. the Jersey beat, it's the boom, 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 boom Jersey, boom, boom, boom. That is mad. I don't... That sound gets me going. the jersey stuff. Gets like, me going. It's what I need. <laughs> I yeah. don't know what's in it, I just but feel, it yeah. just gets me like, yeah.
0: I just felt like the production was just basic and kind of just over-relied on sampling, but it wasn't like terrible, I think. I just felt like, you know, it can be more a bit experimental, but maybe that's not what she's aiming to do. And again, I'm holding Nicki to a very high standard because she is the queen of rap, so... I was going to say, I'm going to hold Nicki to high standard because she's Nicki Minaj, and so she's the pinnacle of rap. Not even female rap, just rap. Yeah. So I will be harsher on you when I review you because you're great.
1: Um I don't... Okay, wait, so you said the production's meaty. Yeah, so was just... I don't, yeah, I don't think it was meaty. I think the beats were good. Yeah, I think the beats were good. Um especially R&B has a nice beat. Let Me Calm Down has a nice beat. For, for me, Falling For You has a really nice beat. Barbie Dangerous is cold. Obviously, everybody. FTCU as well. I think the beat for that is cold. I like the beat for B-
0: Big Difference as well, you know. Big Difference had it. Actually, do you know what? I actually was saying that Big
1: Difference had, had a really like good yeah. beat. So, do you know what... Yeah, I don't think it was mediocre. That's fine. I don't think it was mediocre. I thought it was good. I yeah. thought it was good. Like, the majority of the beats I liked. For me, it wasn't the beat that was the problem as to why I, I didn't really love the song. Mm. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Apart from the Pink Friday Girls, I thought there was a lot going on in that song.
0: Yeah. So, I think the last thing we're going to talk about before we give our final grade and go into our next topic is Does do we think this album is going to push boundaries? I'm going to keep beginning pick it a buck good album. I'm going to say no. Cuz you know why? i um, again I'm holding Nicki to a very high standard. And again, I'm going off of things like The First Original Pink Friday cuz Nicki hyped this album a lot. I'm naming it Pink Friday 2 after the precedent of the original Pink Friday and how it pushed it pushed the boundaries of rap. For me, it's not up there with pushing boundaries with the original Pink Friday or even the Pink Print and I liked Queen a lot, but you lot, but but everyone, <laughs> but everyone decided to be with the album because that was during the Nicki hate train with her and Cardi Well, people
1: don't... Yeah. People I were hating you. on her when the album I came hear out. You. Yeah. No, I hear you. With me, I purposely don't let myself get immersed in all the nonsense that surrounds that. I would listen to the album and if it's cold, it's cold. I don't care if you, you're badding people up and it's, and it's like... Mutual though, it's not like you're just going around. <laughs> if you're beef, if you two you have beef, I'm not involved. I'm just gonna listen. And if it's cold, it's cold. So that's why I probably didn't remember there was so much surrounding Contro- Queen crazy. But I do remember though. Yeah, you're right. Actually, that was. Yeah, you're right. I remember now. Um, good form. Good form. Bed. Those are two videos I remember that came out and it was kind of quiet. That's what I remember. But, um, yeah, push boundaries. I... Do you not. Know she did share a lot. She shared. No, she did on Pink and Pills and Potions. No, but... No, man. No. no wait, wait, no. Wait, listen, <laughs> that's not the listen. sharing I'm talking about. I know we haven't been to our next topic really soon, but Pills and Potions, like... That's not the sharing I'm talking about. Like, that's a Heartbreak song, like... Tell me a female artist that does not have that song on an album. Come on. Okay, I can't say that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, that's, that's a Heartbreak song. I really liked it. And I was empowered. It was great. But, like, for example, Are You Gone Already? She talks... I'm sure she talks about her father's passing. And Yeah, she did. Yeah. And
0: last time I saw you was a very emotional song. Yeah, but she I talk, just...
1: And her babe, she talks about Papa Bear. Yeah.
0: But, no, we can get that, but, like, will it... Push the boundaries and the spectrum that I just don't think it will. Like I feel like there's just not enough. Like does it push boundaries? I, I don't think it's pushing the boundaries. It's okay. not experimental enough in how it pushes the culture forward. I so just let
1: me let me uh, answer that then. Me to know pushing boundaries. I appreciate that she shared with her father passing, the stress she went through. I think she alluded to like going through a really tough time, all of that. But in terms of pushing boundaries for like lyricism, although she does eat production wise fair enough i'm gonna say no as well i didn't want to but i'm gonna to have to say it does not
0: doesn't mean it's not a great album guys yeah we're music critics <laughs> so how do we give our overall grade of Nicki minaj pink friday 2 do you want to give your first grade Okay, because Demara is no. scared because there is a high chance we might be attacked scared. by the barbs. Go
1: by, no. Oh, do you know what's
0: fine? Damara has no fear scared. of being attacked
1: by the bobs No, I'm just sad. You know I'm why? just sad that, you know, I wasn't like...
0: I'm going to give Pink Friday a B plus mm. and I think for me because although I, I enjoyed the album I think because she hyped it to a certain point I'm holding it to the standard of Pink Friday which set the bar so high and for me it kind of underwhelmed me doesn't not make it a good album but from what I was expecting and from what was being set to me it just didn't live up to the standards like we're holding I'm holding this to Pink Friday because she said at that bar we name it pink friday too i'm holding it to that standard and for me it was still a good album and i had a fun time listening to it but because it didn't fully live up to the album to me
1: that's why i gave it that rating yeah um i'm gonna get attacked yeah i'm just sad I just because i didn't yeah when i listened i didn't have the same feeling that i thought i would have would have had because obviously you know it's called pink friday so I wanna give it a b plus as well, but it's still fun, man. We had a good listen kind of yeah, like, like but then that that doesn't take away from the songs I really love the songs I've really loved they are in my playlist, I've been banging them. It's just yeah, I agree, um I don't, underwhelming is such a strong, charged word, but yeah, that's that is kind of how I felt when I listened,
0: but listen so the songs that we do like they're in our playlist and I'm banging my songs I like. Like, The songs I like, once I think, when 4th and Trini comes in the club, I'ma be shaking like bum. I'ma be shaking bum. So I'm going to say, the songs I liked, they're my heavy playlist. We will be making TikToks.
1: Everybody. That's actually
0: my song, by the way. So... This is our Pink Friday 2 review, and please let us what you know in the comments about what you thought about Pink Friday. So, yeah. Thanks for watching, guys. And so, this so on to our next topic. Let's talk about female rap in 2023. Oh okay. my
1: goodness. This, Let's get into it.
0: This has been the year of female rap. I This has just been the year that First time in history that f- females are just dominating rap in a way that we've never seen before. And we love it as women.
1: Yeah. It is a, it's a great time to be a female rapper. I'm not going to lie. I was going to say, I'm, I was going to say, like, we're literally, literally going to talk about all of like, the mainstream rap girls
0: and just where, and how they've been doing in 2023 and very short thoughts about where we think that they're going in 2024. So let's dissect female rap in 2023. First girl we got on the list. Miss Sexy read herself. <sighs> do you want to say it or should I? I feel like, do you know why? You know, we talk about this in private, right? But we don't really like to like, because thing is, because no one says it online. So it's like, I'll be able to say it. I don't get it. I'm gonna I'm, be I'm gonna say it
1: so when you say you don't get it right so you need to be clear what is it that you don't get
0: so when Town came up
1: mm-hmm.
0: I know it went viral because it's so like fun and silly mm-hmm. that it's catchy mm-hmm. and then obviously then she had like ski and you know at the end of the day is mm-hmm.
1: you know ski
0: it's okay with Buck. It's not really about how it's not being, about, it's not really being the most talented anymore in 2023. It's about can you have a really viral song? It's kind of all, it's all about the chorus, right? If you have a really good hook, that is what carries you. For me, I don't actually find the hooks that even enjoyable. You do think they're that me. good? But I was going to say, I seems to be in the minority because everybody likes Ski and Pound Town, but I've never found the hooks memorable to me. So I seem to be in the minority at this point when I tell you I genuinely don't get it with Sexy Red. And I try. And I've listened to her stuff. I can't get
1: into it. And I just... I don't get it. Okay. So for me, I think I get it. Like... It's because her lyrics are very, very vulgar. It's stuff we haven't... Like, obviously, we know hip-hop is vulgar, and hip-hop rap
0: oh, is was vulgar, vulgar,
1: right? But she's... Because she's taken it to a whole new level, I can't... I'm, obviously, I'm not going to repeat the lyrics. She's taken it to a whole new level that I think people didn't actually think that like, you could even, like, talk or say on a song because it's so explicit. She, like, she went... She goes to places that people don't usually go. It's and awesome. I think that shock factor is what kind of surrounds you or surrounds like not surrounds you it surrounds like sexy red people kind of intrigued. she's still a new artist so i think it's that idea of like who is she where does she come from why is she like so vulgar I and think, things like that i think
0: it's her personality to be honest, that as well that's holding
1: it up not and even- her fashion choices she's very outspoken and confident and she just don't care she don't even care whether you get it or not like she's there she's making her stuff I think, you know, like you said, she makes catchy hooks. And that is what, that's her formula and it's working. But here's the thing
0: though. This is also where I'm going to say controversial stuff. Controversial stuff. When it comes to making catchy songs, to me, it's gimmicky. And my thing is, is that I've come to realise something. And this is what I say. Gimmicks are temporary. At the end of the day is this stuff will get you on and viral. But that, but talent and actual like will sustain you. I think right now, and I seem to be like the only person apparently online who wants to say this. I don't see anybody else saying it. I think it's because I don't get it. I think for now, people will follow the gimmicky songs that she makes. Because, you know, she has song Shake Your Dreads. Because she's aiming for that catchy song where you have a little dance to it. For me, I think the gimmick will wear off after a while. I think it'll take another year or two, but I want to see if Sexy Red will be around in three or four years because I don't know if the if the gimmick of the catchy viral song will sustain her because for me, personally, I don't think the talent is there. I'm, I'm getting, like, you guys can roast me about what you think about Sexy Red, but for me, I just, I don't get it. So I don't think that she'll be around for a long time. I don't think so. Um, No, because for me, I I don't think that the time will be there. I feel like people are there for like the viralness of it Mm -hmm, and they're just mm -hmm. like the ratchy, raunchy persona. But I think after a while, it will lose its shine. I, I genuinely believe that people will get bored and then in about two, three years, they'll actually be like, no, we need something more. Do you
1: know what? I don't know if I agree with that. I think there are artists that we look to to make those gimmicks and we don't we don't expect this you know heartfelt pen of deep struggle and political deep lyrics i think for her specifically because as well oh i can't remember the state she's from now let me even Where go Where is check. she from? Like,
0: Missouri. Is okay. it in Memphis?
1: I don't, Memphis? Let me go check. But my thing is, will it
0: last? That's what I need to know. But that's the know. thing. Will some... it
1: last? But that's the thing. You can literally make these songs that are for moments and that literally can get you... That's the... <laughs> that, that can get you going... That can literally that's dangerous. get you going on from year to year to year. Like, all she does need to do is make another catchy hook to whatever beat is popular at that time and...
0: I just I don't think and it's it su- might go viral. I don't think it's sustainable. You have a song, it fizzles out. You have another song, you fizzle out. You're relying on singles. And Sweetie did the exact same thing. Sweet, Sweet, Sweetie. Sweetie, Sweetie um, I like I like Sweetie, but
1: she's a singles girl. Sweetie is a singles girl, and the. But singles- she still she's still got her deal. She's still signed, and that's the same for Sexy. Right? She, like I think with this, it just depends on the type of artist you want to be. It's not sustainable if you want a career like maybe Beyonce and. Rihanna and let me even say some rap examples, you know, J Cole, Kendrick Lamar, you know, they can, they do like arena tours. You see what I mean? They can put out music without no promo and it's gonna go platinum. Those type of artists are the ones that we look for, for range, versatility, in-depth conversations, high production, great music videos, you know, great tours. Artists that aren't looking to be that, but they're here, like, right now, they literally just take them to have one song. One song! And that can keep them going for two years. So think of it as if she releases a song every two years, three times, that's six years. You see what I mean? So it depends on, if in my opinion, it depends on the type of artist you want to be. It can sustain, honestly, from what, I've seen in the music industry now and trends, it can actually sustain you but just remember, there's an artist, I'm talking about
0: a male artist who had these gimmicky songs and and he was huge. He had fifty times
1: oh, more guns uh, than he
0: read. I'ma say, I'm say Takashi Takashi oh, 69. No. That's thought, a different case. But but, 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 but I, that, that's that's not what I can think of. Different case. We thought Takashi Takashi said had
1: huge songs and he was very gimmicky. Obviously he had the whole gang situation. That is what Reuben did. Let's not let's not sit here and say his music okay. is why he's not selling as much as he did.
0: Okay. Little pump then. Is that a better example? Okay.
1: Little Pump. We, and, so, and he had way
0: more views. Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci, Gucci Gang.
1: gang. <laughs> yes. Um, Eskid it. I was going to say, because that song, I like that song. But. So, Kanye. Yes. See, those two songs got him to Kanye. Let's be. It's sustainable. Then the songs that followed that, let's be real, they weren't catchy enough or good enough. That's something. I feel like that might happen to Sexy Red. If the song is good enough and catchy enough, remember enough is the key word here, enough. I don't know who was a and in Lil Pump and doing the rollouts for Lil Pump. And maybe their ears wasn't in the streets because they were in, it was on point for the other two and he managed to make a song with Kanye West. So I don't know, maybe his label situation changed, something changed with Lil Pump where the quality of his catchy songs were not. As good as it was. And I'm just saying that can happen to
0: sexy red, but I just wanna summarize with the sexy red stuff is that so I just feel funny. like when you rely on viral songs to get catchy it is a good... Because people go viral, and people like it for now. I think it's just a dangerous game because at the end of the day, it's not every song that you're going to oh. release is going to be viral. Not every song you release everyone's going to find catchy. And I feel like people are fickle. People get bored of this stuff eventually. Mm-hmm. And I'm going you something, I do... I can see a future. Like... I I will gladly correct myself in three, four years if Sexy Red is still one of the main girls and that she's still getting the same same level of support in four years, I will put my hands on my heart and I'll say I was wrong about Sexy Red. But for now, and also just knowing just how fickle and how many we've seen people come off and fall off, Mm -hmm. I just don't think with the type of music that she's doing, it is sustainable for a long time. Maybe for another year, maybe for another two years, but four years... Four years, I just... I personally, for me, I can't see it.
1: I understand what you're saying. All I'm saying is, like, with how music is now changing how it is, you literally can just make a song... Say, for example, Sexy Red decides to take some time out for a whole year. She comes back in a year's time and makes a catchy song that's current at that time. That could be enough. You see what I mean? So it doesn't mean, like... You have to frequently put out music as an artist. She's had so much success; she can literally take a year out or two if she wants. Write for people, do some guest features here and there. Even features can even carry you. I'm not even gonna lie; yeah, features you can carry features. you. Literally. So, and her feature with the baby literally went viral. Oh yeah, so. was well, is, is
0: it Shakespeare? Yeah, Shakespeare? literally.
1: Yeah. So that can literally carry you. So all I'm saying is, dependent on the art type of artist you want to be. Technically, it can be sustainable to just rely on viral moments. If you master the formula and you are able to change with the times of, and make what's popular at that time, I think that's what happens to some artists, that they're not able to do that and that is why they fall off.
0: Good point.
1: So, moving on to our next
0: rapper, Gorilla.
1: Gorilla. I'm
0: going to keep it a buck. You guys are not supporting Gorilla. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not even going to keep it a buck. I feel like since Tomorrow 2 you guys just don't support her. Like, I'm sorry, like Tomorrow 2 is honestly amazing song. One of Cardi's best verses. It was amazing. But obviously she had like another kind of make hit, it was like Lick or something. I wasn't crazy about the song, but it was gonna say it still went viral. And then she had the song Pop It and Cha Cha Cha. I did not like Cha 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 at all. But obviously she was going for a viral song. You guys did not support that. You guys also didn't support Pop It. And
1: did you like those songs? No, I didn't like those so songs. So, Could it be that maybe that is why the support isn't there? But if the fans don't like it, rather than blindly support music you don't like. But my thing is, is that up in these blogs, like, you'll be like, I
0: love girl listen to her music. I'm like, but then when I go on her channel and I check her views and stuff, mm. it it it's doesn't, it doesn't translate. Her. You guys. You guys, the way you guys say you support online, I've, I have to roast you guys. It never translates to, to, to the support to actual ice music, which is why I'm calling you guys out when it comes to Gorilla. I keep seeing you on these blogs saying one thing, but I I check the numbers, I check the analytics. It don't translate.
1: But well, you do know, like, literally, it takes nothing to just say, like, oh, I like Gorilla. To actually be a fan, you have to go out of your way. And I think that's in this day and age. People just become more lazy in this effort. Like if people see that your little snippet you've put out, they don't really like it, then they're not gonna go out of their way to watch the video, they're not gonna really engage with it. Yeah, so I just feel like with Gorilla, um, obviously
0: so I was gonna say, I mean, Tomorrow Too was also still in like the Billboard top ten of like the biggest hits of twenty twenty three. But, you know, I was, I was gonna say it's it's not to say that um all of her songs should have been bad. But I've personally been listening to her li- um to other singles that she's put out. And for me, they just haven't... I'm not comparing it to Tomorrow 2, but for me, it's just that they haven't... It's, something's just not clicking for me. And I know she's planning to release an album. Yeah. A few months ago, she said that her album's coming. But I'm just not seeing the same anticipation or that same hype that she was getting compared to last year. Even before Tomorrow 2, she had FNF. Which was huge. Um I liked her song like No Love and like All on all, all and I like kind of, I liked that one too. But just this year it just feels the vibe feels different. So I need to see how her album does. But am I crazy? Like, does the vibe seem different for Gorilla
1: this year compared to last year? I think last year she was making, you know, songs that she with beats that she was more used to and I don't wanna say confident or comfortable on, but just songs that the beats, but very they suited her voice so much. I feel like now the charge is it called Cha-Cha with um Five Yeah, you love this part, man. It was yeah. so funny. Five Year on the drill beat.
0: Oh, mm. Tamara went
1: crazy when she. It's had just this stuff. yum. It's just mmm. but yeah, I think those kind of beats conflict. Yeah, the drill beats, just specifically that song. I thought it was kind of conflicting her voice. So I think now she's you know she's trying to do beats. That are more popular and current, but that's not always. Doesn't always sound the best, so I, I think that's what's changed. Like maybe the A and R ring and the beat selections are very very different. Maybe she's changed producers or something. I don't yeah, actually could know. Be. She maybe could... yeah. I don't know. Obviously, it's too early. I'm not. I'm not even counting. Yeah, really her, her time. Well, let we give her time. She's still she's still um seen as a new artist yeah. finding the right songs beats for you it does take time some people find it quicker some people you know it takes them a bit longer i think she's still got time to find her foot and she's got a fan base and that's fan what base. you need that's what you need and she
0: hasn't released her first album yet so i exactly. need to i need to see her first album but i just definitely feel like this year i'm just not seeing that same level of like support yeah, and tomorrow
1: to did skyrocket her career.
0: We're not gonna that,
1: that Cardi overlook B,
0: that that the power
1: of a Cardi B, that yeah. Cardi B feature. So that kind of might have given her more pressure. Oh my gosh, now everyone's eyes is on me. I need to like be on beats that everyone's on or using right now. See, this
0: is why if I was an artist I'd never want to be like have a huge hit straight off the bat because mm. then like then, then I have like, oh, how can yeah, a that? pressure That's why the sophomore slump is a real thing. Like, that is why, because I can't do it. Like, I'd rather just have my first album and be like, okay, and then Meh. get better and better, because I don't want to have to have a great first album then your label and everyone's putting pressure on you and then when it doesn't, just, yeah, I don't know. All right. I Spice.
1: Like. Sorry, I had to do that. Like. uh, I Spice. Uh, This one's quite controversial. I've seen so many... Different views and all of this and that. I like Ice Spice. I like her as a person too. Let's just stick to the. We're <laughs> just gonna do the music now. We're just gonna do the music. Um, I like Ice Spice. I think her EP was good. My favorite song was Gangsta Boo. I don't see her going anywhere. I think she, I she agree. solidified herself. I don't. Ten years she was gonna be in conversations and. You might think I'm crazy for saying that, but I think she's solidified in music and entertainment as a whole. But for me, this is
0: why I have to bring in her personality. I feel like her personality also plays a huge role into it. Who?
1: I think she's the only girl, female artist, that was on the beat she was on. And that's why I think she solidified herself. Her and Riot. Yeah, specifically Bronx. And she's kind of made... She made it palatable and for ears that aren't just into that drill sound. Mm. And her voice as well is feminine and it's nice. That's why I think she's gonna be in conversations in many, many years to come. She's the only one. Correct me if I'm wrong, but she's so her voice is so distinct. She can change genres if she wants. I suppose she kind of has a different one. Um, I'm mm. with rap though. Are we talking what are we talking about here? Uh, uh
0: because you know why because you know why Dochi does sing it oh, I mean actually know because Dochi's I'm saying song. a singer yeah do, 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 do you know why it's because like Dochi does both exactly but then right now her song popping off is just not a rap song yeah
1: exactly literally I see Dochi as an artist I thought we are just doing rap specifically
0: uh, okay yeah do, do you know why because we talk about this I keep putting Dochi in the rap conversation yeah. and we get into
1: this debate because Dochi she has songs she sings so many... as well like She's, a chameleon. She's, she's a, a chameleon. she's a chameleon. Like, that's why we haven't included Doja here. Do, I said Docha. Doja. We'll get into Doja, yeah, but. Yeah. yeah. So Ice Spice again. Ice Spice, yeah. I think that's why I think she's in conversations. Not just because of her personality. I can't compare Ice Spice to anyone right now. I also have to give Ice Spice
0: played it very strategically. Like, we have to have a conversation of how she's pushed herself. So she had the EP like, boys a liar, huge, especially in the UK, it was it was huge here. One of the biggest songs in the UK this year, but then she had the Princess Diana remix, and Nicki brought that song to another level. And then, through a really funny mishap, because of one of Taylor's ex boyfriends, she she managed to get no, no, it's fine, it's fine. And so she managed to get that song of Karma, and this was the first collab that Taylor Swift ever did with a female rapper, which I feel like nobody talks about, like. Taylor Swift has never collabed with a female rapper before, and so she got that collab and that, and um, so most of her hits have been in, like, the top 10 all year, so she strategically puts up in places. And let's just keep her a buck. I think that that friendship with Taylor is purely friendship, but I also think it's a PR thing, and,
1: and I'm not going to hate on her at all. I, I mean... It's smart. Even if it is a PR thing, like... Are they not supposed to take pictures together? No, they? No, 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 like I did
0: that as well. Cause like having her like, on SNL introducing Ice Spice,
1: that was mean, like crazy. I was like, damn. Was Taylor Swift not on that segment? No,
0: no, she just came to introduce Ice Spice. Oh, like, Actually, I she wasn't no, in I there. feel like
1: that's her support in her. Like, she's a new artist. I thought, feel... what does Taylor gain out of taking time out of her schedule just to go there? Like, did you get what well, I mean? I'd, you could say PR, but I actually, think like Taylor messaged with her, and that's why she did it. Oh no, I do. I,
0: I think I think they have a friendship now, but in the beginning, I think because of the backlash, because of that whole Matt Healy situation, because one of apparently one of her exes, one on the podcast and said like some really offensive kind of racist things about her, and Taylor was got backlash for association. I think that collab to me was definitely strategic, but I'm so not gonna. So you think it was like a middle finger to this guy. I felt like it was a way of her to be like because you know people were blaming her which was so like the? I don't understand what Uh, was it okay so what happened was is that Taylor had a boyfriend named Matt Healy isn't he is he not in the
1: 1975 is that not him yes
0: Okay. He went on a podcast and he talked about Ice Spice and he said some kind of racial comments about her okay. looking like, like, just saying the way she you don't looked, have kind to of like. It, don't I don't know. have to repeat it, but he made offensive comments. He got insane backlash, and Taylor got backlash
1: through for, for that being her ex. So you date racist guys. Yeah. So then, okay. so then,
0: to then, then afterwards, then her collab with Taylor Swift is announced, and everyone was like, "Let's put two and two together." Like people were like, "Okay, Taylor, we see why you're doing this." Okay. I believe now they formed a good friendship. But I think for most of us who were like, it It felt like it was giving PR because of the backlash because people were like, why do you have a racist boyfriend? And okay. Then they split see, after that. See.
1: Yeah, I can see why people would think that.
0: But I'm not fighting Ice Spice for that. I would do the exact same thing. Yeah, and she's, she's played it so well. Yeah. And now she's playing with Taylor Swift and that has brought her to another level. Because mm-hmm. now everyone of all races know her and it's expanded her base to not just black and brown people, she's expanded her audience internationally to white people because white people know Ice Spice. I remember eight like, like Hispanic all people of all races everyone, know her. Like,
1: everyone likes Ice Spice. But, including North. She literally we did love a, North.
0: she did a Dunkin' Donuts ad with Ben Affleck. That's mad.
1: I need to see that advert. I haven't seen it. But it I, was, I heard about it though.
0: It was cute. So she has done a good job and Delhi was huge as well. Because of that beat. The beat
1: is crazy.
0: So I feel like she's played... like She has an amazing team. And yeah. she's strategically planted herself. It is strategic. But again, it's the industry. So I'm not even going to fault her for that. She's brilliantly, strategically put herself in these places to expand herself. As you should do. And so I'm going to say she's played it smart. Very, very smart. Even to say, she may not be the best lyricist. But she's not aiming to be. like I spy, as so she said in an interview... I'm not even trying to be a lyricist. Like, my songs are catchy. She just went to go over her head. Like, she knows, like... I'm glad that she's self-aware about that, that I'm not trying to be a lyricist. I make catchy, pretty girl kind of sweetie vibes music. And she's honest with herself, and I respect her for actually being real with herself for it.
1: Yeah, like... Munch. It's literally in the titles of the song. Like, you thought I was feeling you? Like, it was... It even said like... Um... She's just meeting demands of what people... In my opinion, she's just making what people want to hear. And in, the- in a nice, authentic, original way. But I do have to say, like, she's on a song called One Time with... B-Love, Skilly Bang, and J.I. The Prince of New York. Um, That song's hard. Her... Her- Her delivery on that verse is hard. But like I've always said, when artists that kind of make songs that are catchy, when they actually eat on a verse, we all pretend that song don't exist because we don't want to give them credit. But then we always look at their kind of cash cow songs and say, yeah, they're just mediocre, blah, blah. I do think she's capable of rapping. She also has on the radar freestyle. that is cold. But obviously, like I said... We don't want, We don't want to acknowledge that one because she's showing her that she's got talent. We all just want to like throw them under the bus and say, "Oh, they can't do anything." Like Pretty Girl was talked about for way too long, in my opinion. Yeah. Was that the name of the song, right? Pretty Girl, that yeah. one with rumor. Yeah yeah, 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 it was. It was way go. too long. Like, but whatever. Ugh. It's whatever.
0: Okay, so unfortunately, we have. So our next artist that we'll be talking about is Cardi B and how she's been doing this year cardi b's had a really good feature on actually honestly for like, the past mm. two years up there yeah with yeah J. Cole for me for mm, me personally mm, okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> do, do you know why i just feel like because tomorrow too and then obviously point i'm um, sorry no point me to. i was gonna say point me to.
1: i love that song i yeah. love them both
0: underrated song i felt it didn't get it didn't get the love it deserved what was it put it on the floor again? I think her feature run has been a match and now she's beginning her rollout mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. her next album with bongos.
1: Um, what are your thoughts of bongos?
0: There's a reason why she put it to me first. <laughs> the thing is, I I'm like bongos is catchy. I just I don't really like bongos.
1: Like you- bungles. I thought Megan's verse is crazy.
0: Yeah, no, me- no, Megan's verse is bad, but crazy uh, do, like do, do you know insane what,
1: in the membrane.
0: Do you know what with Cardi is that sometimes I understand why she does this, but for me, it's when she does the ABC rhymes. And I get it because you because those are the rhymes that are catchy, um, more digestible. Mm-hmm. But also, but like also it's like she has those rhymes that are more like. I mean, would you say her verse on tomorrow 2 was an ABC rhyme?
1: First of all, I don't think these this A B C ram is a thing. Personally. Respectfully, I don't like it. when you say this. It hurts my ears. actually <laughs> is like <laughs> stop saying that. But I guess your valid is valid. You can have your you know you can think that it's your opinion. Um. But no, I don't. Do you think it is? I
0: classify some of her songs as the like ABC one. Is Tomorrow 2 ABC? That's what I was asking me. Like, Tomorrow 2 is
1: an ABC to me, but the Bongo's one was like um, an ABC. Like, but, uh, So that, like, is nah. a, that is a pop. So I feel like, obviously, when rappers make pop songs, specifically female rappers, there's a way to go about it. So I'm going to now drop examples. Super Bass. That is the most pop. Rap song I've ever heard. One of them. One of the biggest pop songs I've ever heard in my life. do Not not say I don't love it. I love the song. But like now to compare Super Bass. To maybe say. Did It On Em. Or Moment For Life. You see what I mean? Like it's just. You don't compare the two. Like when you make pop songs. There's a way to go about it. There's like boxes you tick. It has to be catchy. Things. It's not about your... It's not about being a lyrical god or a lyrical queen on a pop song. Bongos is a pop song. It was made for that purpose. It was not made to touch souls. Unless you're trying to shake your booty. Do you get what I mean?
0: The song was made to be, like, a viral... It's, it
1: wasn't made... Yeah, exactly. When you want to make a viral song, you know, lyricism and other things like punchlines, unless it's a really obvious punchline, you know subliminal things, things that you have to think about, things like, oh my, wow, how, what inspired them to write that? Do you know, those vibes, it's not in a pop song.
0: Yeah, I just, I just think for me is that sometimes I do for, I, for me personally, I hear like the ABC rhymes and for me, wait, is,
1: okay, what is, what does that mean? What does it Do you know what like, what's mean?
0: About ABC rhymes? Like, when I hear like that line saying, like I said, I like this, mm, t- like, none. So like, obvious, I don't know where you from. So you
1: mean like, sounds like a nursery rhyme like a nursery rhyme, like a Sh- nursery
0: rhyme okay. when I hear
1: it. That's, I think that's specific, pop rhyme, right, pop rap songs. For me, in my opinion, that's, that formula. Like, I like it like that. Like, where was this energy for? I like it like that when that went to number one. Oh,
0: now you're calling me out. I don't like that. I'm just, it's nah. a genuine question because nah. we were all singing, I like it like that. But that is an ABC rhyme for me. But the thing is, is that, for example, is that like, when he has a pop song, I don't hear the ABC, I I you know, No, I hear, rhymes. when she
1: makes the songs, nah. Super bass sounds sound ABC to me. You got my heartbeat running away. Well, for
0: me that was the chorus, like, cause like I'm thinking I'm feeling like the verse is like, you know, like, this one is for the boys at the booming system. That's because oh.
1: she's rapping really fast. Okay. Yeah. If we say it slowly, this one's for the boys in the booming system, top-down AC with the cooling system. When he come up in the club, he'd be blazing up.
0: Okay, I I I can see I can see what you're saying.
1: You see you what I that. mean? It's cause she's yeah. saying it fast. Sorry. I didn't even know I knew the lyrics like that. I hope it's right. Please don't rip me to shreds if I was wrong um her songs with where them but where the girls at they, so Nicki Minaj when she collaborates with the DJs the electronic music DJs David Guetta in your words I don't like saying ABC because I think it kind of what's the word Not it's not de- is it degrading to the rapper a little bit it's a bit rude it's like it's, Saying your, the quality of your raps is nursery managed, I think that's a bit rude with Sashiki, but whatever. But when Nicki Minaj does collaborate with DJs, and it's that formula, I do hear that style. Like, you know, David Guetta, um, where the girl's at, and she's got an, turn me on. Also, the boys with Cassie, that's not even a collab with a DJ, but Cassie the boy's, the boys. I remember um, that song. That's very poppy. I thought that had that vibe, but you, I'm not there saying, "Oh, it's, it's nursery rhyme and ain't it." But yeah, and I'm a run up, run up on you, run up on you with Major Lazer, Major Lazer, Nicki Minaj, and Party Next Door. Mm. So even so, I guess what I'm trying to say is, even if it's a pop rap song, and it might have that, you know, nursery rhyme style. That actually is what's for people's ears when we like these pop rap songs. I don't think it's like, I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't think it means people, they, don't, they can't rap, personally. No, no, no.
0: I'm going to say, for me, the ABC rhymes doesn't mean that you can't rap. I just like, when I hear the ABC rhymes, it's just like, it's just for me, personally, I'm just trying to something like, you know, it's just like, you know, it, it, it is to me a bit of a nursery rhyme. Yeah. And sometimes I feel like that. For Cardi I don't hear it for much as like Nikki I even hear a bit for I Spice but you know why the minute that I Spice said I'm not a lyricist and things like that too I was like I'm not even gonna put any high expectations I am holding Cardi to high standard because she's improved so much now and she has put herself in such high realm that I'm actually holding I'm gonna hold Cardi to a harsher standard than I do for I Spice when that again the minute I Spice said she wasn't a lyricist she's aiming to do simple rhymes that go over your head that's fine, because you know what? I'm not going to hold that against you. So I expect the ABC rhymes from Ice Spice.
1: I think a- that... Sorry, I'm just using your words, because I don't like the ABC rhymes, dirty rhyme. that's the formula for a pop rap song. Like, I think... I think
0: there's a way to do it. For, for me, I, I think there's a way to do it, but they, to okay, me, that so doesn't give up ABC. Give me
1: a, a popular pop rap song that does not have any of that vibe.
0: Moment for life is not an ABC song,
1: is it? That's not. That is not a pop rap song. <sighs> Moment for, for life no, is not a pop rap song. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I mean, a song that is is pop. Like it was made for the radio, and that's what bongos is. That's what I like is. That's what turn me on is. That's what run up on you is. That's what I'm searching this. Where the girls that is. Check it out, Nicki Minaj. Will I am. That is for the radio. I'm talking specifically songs for the radio. I need, to, I need an example that does not have that style. Because in my opinion, that is how... That's the formula for, for the radio. You make radio songs and then club songs and then songs that you're trying to touch and get emotions from people. They're not in the same category. Have you found one yet?
0: I'm in the process of finding or trying to find a song okay. that We're gonna have best to move on constructs on. what I mean. But do you know what? We'll come back to this because we don't want to have one. dead air. So next up is Lotto. Okay. And you can start with Lotto while well, I'm still trying to find a song that best constructs
1: my point. So Lotto, perfect example of her radio song, Big Energy, that has that nursery rhyme thing. I actually don't like Big Energy. That's a funny part. But, it, you know. But it It was huge. It, because they don't have the nursery rhyme thing. I even... I used to sense big energy no. again.
0: I know the chorus, though. I can tell you... Energy.
1: Yes. It's that vibe. And I think that's the formula. Like, if you're going for the radio, that is that the only avenue to go to to make bread from the song.
0: Like, right now, I can't find a song that best constructs my <laughs> point, so I'm going to concede on this one, but I stand what I said about the ABC rhymes. I yeah, know it I'm when not I hear saying, it.
1: I'm not saying it's not there, but I'm saying that, if you're going down the pop lane, that's your, that's the key, or the door, to get onto that lane. I need that, that style of rap.
0: I need to think of a song that best constructs Please, me, a female pop song take back that I've that said. that don't be sounding ABC to me. But we'll, we'll come back to this because uh, we don't want to have dead air. So Lao, you know, she had big energy with that Mariah Carey one, which was huge. Like I think it got like number four on like the Billboard. Mm. And then this year, so Lao was an interesting one because she had a song called Laurie and. Obviously, she wanted to do Laurie. Laurie, you can tell that like, she was trying to go into like her pop bag. Yeah, I was getting a bit of Doja inspirations with her trying to do Laurie, but people didn't really like that song. So, um, um, and so she had "Put It on the Floor," and then Carly that song did well. Got "Put It on the Floor" again. I love "Put It on the Floor" again, and then she had the song. Actually, the thing is, I'm not sure if to mention this or not because the thing is, she actually has a song with John Cook called Seven. Um, from BTS. And this was his first time going solo. This was his first solo song. Mm-hmm. And La featured on it. And it went number one. And obviously that was huge. It gives Lao her first number one. Which is huge in itself. And then she released another song. And she's plan- she's planned to release an album next year. Called Easter Party. And that song doesn't really do well. And so with Lao, I think it's interesting. Because Lao has an amazing team. You know, she's got a great team. Who gets from so many places. So LAR probably has-, has probably one of the best teams i've ever seen very very well structured but i feel like sometimes
1: we as consumers pick and choose when we consume her music i think that's fair to say um i do when i go online and i see people um supporting her stuff is it is very very mixed i feel like with some artists there's a landslide of just positive reviews but with lotto And then this is another thing that comes into it because I think Lato can really, really rap. I think she's cold. She can rap. I think people, for whatever reason it is, maybe because she was originally called Mulatto, um, for whatever reason, people just have five million reasons not to listen to her or like her. I get it, though. But it's just like, I don't know. I just feel like it needs to be consistent because the same people will then listen to... on the floor, but then be like, oh, I'm not really messing with life. So I I get confused with her fan base sometimes. See, this is why I also struggle sometimes when it
0: comes to celebrities and what we define as a fan base. Because sometimes people... I This is where I struggle. People pick and choose sometimes when they listen to certain artists' songs.
1: That don't mean they're in a fan base. Yeah, they might not be a fan. And that's fair as well, but I'm literally talking about people that are fans. People that identify as I... Listen to Lotto. That's, in my opinion, that's a fan. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: A fan isn't someone that is... So, a fan isn't, to me, someone that's listened to... Oh, I've listened to some songs... That's not a fan. So let's
0: say, like, I wouldn't... For example, I wouldn't describe myself as, like, a lot of fan, but I listen to the music that comes out, and then decide if I like this song, it's on my playlist. If I don't like the song, then I don't listen to it. So I'm like... I listen to what I listen to. I'm not, like, a rabid, fo- I'm not, like, a rabid fan. I'm just, like, if I like mm. a song that I hear of hers... Oh, If I don't, then I just... Mm.
1: But definitely, so on Twitter, I don't... Or X now, I don't see... I see Mitch reviews on Twitter. Instagram, though, is mainly positive. On her gram, specifically, is mainly positive. I can't lie. I see lots of people engaging with when she's dropping remixes and things like that.
0: But then when I check the views and stuff and the analytics, th- th- this is why I keep telling y'all that this is why I can't take a lot of sometimes what people say online seriously. True. Because every time I think it's huge online, then okay. then I The thing is, I like to check numbers, right? Mm. And then I check the numbers. It's not always consistent. So then sometimes I'm like, is the fan base really as big or are they loud? Yeah. There's a difference between being a big fan base and then just yeah, being loud in true. certain patches. And sometimes I theorize, and this is not just like, f- I feel like, i not even just streaming rap. This is just people in general. I feel like some of people, when it comes to listening to music in general, some of you
1: are just loud online. But then when the time comes, you yeah. don't. It don't just support. links to what I said earlier but people can be lazy. Like, if I go on my feed and I just see Lotto's song, that doesn't mean I'm going to go then from there to go and actually listen to it. Unless. I'm actually a fan. So, yeah, it's just about engaging with people and really like, making them invest into your brand. Why, what is it about you that I should go out of my way to listen to your song? I think when people master that, that's when you know they've got like a fan base that's locked in. Because you know that there's a whole conversation of, are you an influencer or are you actually a musician? There's a conversation to have about Sweetie. Yeah. But, you know, even just the rap girls that look good and they're just prom- they get brand deals and they... Sometimes people get confused because like it'll be less music and it's just the shampoo or the wigs you're wearing and all all of that becomes and then people can forget that you actually make music. That's true. And then some people might follow you specifically because they like how you look, they like how you dress. Look
0: at Ruby Rose They think recently. you're beautiful,
1: Ruby Rose. Yeah, I mean, so that's that's another thing as well. So it's, some people might get lost in, in that like. I don't even know how to describe. Some people might just get lost in between the music and all the other things going on, Mm. that when you actually now put out what you initially want people to invest in, which is your music, they're like, oh, I didn't know that was why I was here. I was here because I like your makeup. You get what I mean? Oh, yeah. So for me, in my opinion, that's another element that comes into female rap specifically. It doesn't. Because they now sell their aesthetic. It's not just about the bars no more. It's about what they're wearing. It's about the wigs. It's about... As well, which influences you're cool with. It's the whole thing. Like, it's it, including everyone into your life. It's so clicky. I'm like, female rap is very clicky and like, politic yeah. Like,
0: there's, there's politics that go into it. So for now, I'm moving away from Lotto. But yeah, I need I I need, I need to see like, what Lotto puts out next year. But I just do feel like when she puts out music, people just pick and choose when they support. Because put On The nice. Floor was huge. Seven was huge. But then when she leaves her solo music, it wasn't on the same level of support. So is it like when certain artists jump on, if that's the support, or, or people just genuinely messing with Lotto, like, these are just questions that I have. And this is not to take away the fact that she's had a, she's had a huge year. She's won her awards, so... Shout out to her, but... She's had a
1: good year. I'm excited I for just, next year for her.
0: It's the wish. She, she can was, really
1: rap, so I'm actually not rap. worried. I was
0: gonna say, because her... Because album 777 seven was really good, but I'm just like... I get confused when it comes to fan bases and stuff. I think that's my thing. Yeah. But Yeah, no, so... Cause I was gonna say, so moving on from that. Oh, this is how I feel about Lola Brooke, right? Lola Brooke has um released like an album that nobody's talking about. Well, it's an EP or an album. Um, when I listen to an interview, oh
1: Dennis,
0: Dennis's daughter, Dennis's daughter. We listened to that. We listened to like part of the album. We're kind of we're currently finishing it. It is fire. When it's I, really good. When I say something, nobody is talking about this album, and this album came out like a month ago, right? Came out
1: on the 10th of November.
0: And, like, I'm hearing crickets about this album. I've gotten under the radar. And so we're on, like, The Shade Room and stuff. And she was doing this interview, right? And she'll, and then she was comparing, like, oh, what do people say that if you're not as big as, like, Ice Spice? Because
1: you came out at the same
0: time. Yeah. Which was hella shady.
1: Um, do you know what it is? It's The Shade Room. I'm not surprised that they asked that. I think they were relying on her to say uh, give a, an answer that would, like, get traction. But of course, my goal is too smart. She's classy. No, it's not even about being classy. It's just about being smarter than that. Oh, yeah. Actually, it's just being guess, smarter than that. I get Why? what you're saying. Do you nah, that, that was, that was a set up question. Like, there's only, the answers that, so sorry, for questions that obvious that like you are trying to get me to say something to cause issues that's going to bring people to your page. Like, of course, you there's only, in my opinion, there's only one way to answer that, and that was the way she answered it. It was timing, like... And she didn't even take away from the artist that the person was trying to be shady, not even shady about, but trying to cause issues with, like... now, her answer was beautiful. I'm
0: gonna keep a keeper, buck. I think Lola Brooke doesn't get the same support because she doesn't hypersexualize herself. I've spoken to Damara about this in private because, let's just keep it honest, when it comes to female rap, there is a strong conversations of I know people tend to blame female rappers like oh all they do is talk about SCX I mean I said I'm not myself I basically said it but I was gonna say like there is a conversations that they have to use that in order to sell and hypersexuality as a commodity and those conversations are real and if I'm being honest I do feel like hypersexuality plays a huge role into hyper hyper visibility of female rappers Lola Brooke doesn't um commodify or use hypersexuality and i personally feel i think that is i think for me that's playing a role into why i don't think she's getting as much support compared Mm. to other girls
1: um with that being said though even though she's crazy talented yeah i think she's her talent is ridiculous and i think her route is gonna be the longevity route. Mm. So it cult even base, yeah. So like even nasty. though she's not, I'm not even gonna imitate it because it's inappropriate and YouTube won't let this go up. But even though she's not doing the stuff that all these other girls are, she's gonna be around in ten years. She'll have a cult fan base like she's, a Rico Nasty, like a cupcake. You know? She's coming over here and they're selling out. I can't say that for all the other girls that are gyrating and doing all this other stuff
0: because I the talent know.
1: is there, everything is there. It whenever is this is the case, it's always a slower but steeper, um, projective. Um, what's it? What's it? Projection. Projection.
0: Projection. Yes,
1: yes. I think Loderbrook is going to be here for years to come where
0: did it go does it make you upset like does it personally make you upset that she doesn't get
1: the same hyper visibility that some of the other girls do because I think, again, get I, it. Think- I think it's gonna come it depends on how you think if you think short term you think short term i want now 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 like then obviously you'll start when you start focusing on what other people are doing and then you change your what everything that you've Your everything you believe in and you change all of that to fit what's current now it takes away from the art she's literally sticking to or i'm literally acting like she's my friend and she's told me all this stuff but from what i've seen she's literally like it seems to me her and her, her team they've got a plan they've got everything in place they're sticking to what they've made she's not cheapening her brand she's sticking she's being very true to herself and very authentic and that's why I believe she's going to be around so it might not be that yeah she might not be getting 500 million views but the millions of views she is getting that's enough to keep her in conversations getting into ciphers and things like getting I was on her page recently she's on magazines covers and things like that so it's literally depends on the type of artist you want to be And what you want to achieve. Like, if you're doing things for the short term, like, oh, this artist, they're gyrating, they got all these views, but they're not talking about the talent.
0: They're Mm. talking about
1: the video. Mm. You see what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think she's doing the other route. She wants you to really take her in. Her album or EP was dedicated to her. Dennis's Daughters, that's her dad. Such, like, you guys, you're sleeping on her album. So I think that's the reason. Please listen to it. She's selling here out. I can't say that about these other girls that are gyrating and might have millions of views on TikTok. Like, so to do things now and be hypersexual now... It, yeah, it's in, it's in. It's a commodity. It's in. If you're really talented, then yeah, cool. As sprinkle, sprinkle, get some more views. But there's a lot of girls that... Let me not say the talent isn't there, but there's lots of improvement that they could do to be considered as serious artists, but they're not doing that because... They're getting the views from gyrating.
0: And I also think it's because she's not problematic. That's why exactly. they don't be posting her on the blogs. Exactly. Because she, like, when do you hear stuff about Lola, like, actually doing anything problematic? See, we that's heard about why. when
1: they tried. When they tried to bring drama her way, she said absolutely no. not. They don't post Said her. no. They don't post her on the See? blogs because she's not messy. And that's why. Honestly. Real but, fans. Yeah. Real fans that are locked in forever. I, that they're invaluable. Like... Everyone that just comes to see you gyrate, then they go. That's not a fan. Like she's yeah. actually her streams are gonna be regular. They're gonna follow her grow. Like seeing her career is so exciting to see. And can't say that about all, some of these other artists. So yeah. I think she's gonna be absolutely fine, gyrating, no gyrating. If she does just start doing that. No, I'm not gonna lie. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm actually like to me, I'm I'm gonna call her a sellout. I, I don't know. No, that's no, because mean. you know why I I it might like... be she starts feeling herself like yeah, Do you know, I like
0: do you know what I just feel like because in female rap I just feel like because there's such a pressure for hypersexuality it was like when Gorilla this year started doing that performance in BET there are levels to it started though started trying to do that stuff too and it's okay to there be sexy there
1: are levels to it I don't think there's anything wrong with twerking a bit no there's nothing there's wrong levels with it. there's levels but you
0: know like when Gorilla did on on BET people be like It's just she's felt... a
1: woman though no, no
0: no no like I don't have a problem with you doing that but it, I think it's just because when people doing it I think people felt like I think people's consensus was that we felt that it was perceived that you're just trying to be something that you're not, and then she responded saying that oh I was just trying to be sexy, but people but people were saying uh, like people were wondering like oh is it like do you feel like you have to push yourself into mm-hmm. that in order to get more attention? And I think that's where people get worried that we don't want you to feel like you have to push yourself. I mean, she may be doing this of her own ver- um, yeah. Ver- fruition. To, yeah but some people were worried that she's pushing herself into that in order to sell. Which is where I get. So I understand I understand all sides of the argument.
1: Yeah. I think there's there's just levels to it. Yeah. There's levels to it. There's nothing wrong with just getting tapping into your feminine side. You might not want to be gully all the time. You wanna wear a dress, you wanna like wink, wear a nice wig, do that, do your thing. Like I don't think that's entirely selling out. I think, you know, there's levels to it. Yeah. If she was there and it was just nipple tassels on, then you know, fair enough. <laughs> But that's <laughs> not the case. But let's uh, get into um it? Megan Mega now. Be- Megan the Stallion. So we need to wrap up soon. Because we
0: need to wrap up soon because we're going to go to the Ann City Girls. Um, oh, we've got two more. Okay. I was cool. going to say two more. So we're going to keep these two kind of short and sweet. Okay, Megan Stallion was gone most of this year. Yep. She starts with Bongos, which I've already said I was not a big fan of Bongos, but her feature. Cold. She, it was cold. Cobra, great, song... Wasn't crazy about the chorus. This p depressed, Because <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Like, it just came out of nowhere. Because cause she was talking about such deep stuff. Mm-hmm. And then when I hear the chorus, it just makes me like, laugh because it's just like...
1: I love Cobra. I see the song as a bit of a cry for help though. Yeah. I love Megan. Sad, I'm not involved with all, anything outside of her music. Like, no comment on and no opinion. I wasn't there. Therefore we're not talking about literally I was not there. Cobra is a cold song. Everyone's gonna overlook her pen skills, her delivery, her diction, the beat. Everyone's gonna overlook that because of all the nonsense that's out there regarding her. And that's literally all I can say. She's amazing at rapping. She's amazing at performing. Like I don't I think people bring their personal feelings regarding her into her music. Which kind of ruins music, in my opinion. She's we become, don't listen to her pen no more.
0: It's interesting. I just feel like ever since stuff happened, it everything she it's does... Is negative. Like, it's a negative. It's a controversy now. Like, yeah. I, Like, am I crazy to think that she's low-key become controversial? I don't even think, think she's a... Con- she's not... No.
1: Not post, that herself. Yeah, but post-events post yeah. happening. It seems like anytime I see anything about her, it's not... It's negative. It's... She can't do anything right anymore. She breathes Megan Thee Stallion half the little bit with showed an attitude. Like, what is going on? But, yeah, you're right. So, in terms she of... She can't that, do anything. Her performance... I saw negative stuff about her being the VMAs. Why? I don't know. I don't... I don't know. I don't... I
0: can't tell you. I, I don't know what's about. But if we're talking about... Like, so, she's not independent... So now because she's sing stuff too, it's going to be interesting because this is a testament of let's see how strong her fan base is. She's getting no label support. That means no radio. Radio Play, well I'm going to hit the mic Radio Play is the key to having um, huge successful songs, mm. so that so her support has to come purely through streaming, so this so, so next year when she drops that album it will be a testament to how strong her fan base is because there will be no radio support through no label, she'll have her management help as much as possible, but it is down to streams by her fans so I'm curious to see just how much like, the hotties are going to stream this one
1: I'm rooting for her, but I know she's gonna be fine because she's cold. Her music videos are always good as well.
0: I think she's. I'm gonna say. i gonna say, regardless of what, like regardless of what you think about her, she has left herself a fan base, and she she's branded herself like she's having a Netflix documentary coming out of year. Apparently, she's gonna start on a Netflix movie with Ben Affleck and some type of other movie. See, so, she's, so yeah. she's already been doing her thing right now. So we can't
1: say too much about her because she, she she's moving into realms that summer is dream to get into so that's why i even think she's gonna be fine it's gonna at some point it has to blow over the has thing is, to i don't even if it's in five years from now, it will blow over at some point
0: it's still going on this year. It, the thing is it's actually been the now. every post
1: it's it's going it's to a just, point it's every post now it's, it's eye rolling um but i don't even want to bring negative stuff about her yeah. megan i'm excited for 2024 for you Excited for the music. Excited for the tours and the rumor tours. You know, if you want to be a cardi and come over, love that.
0: Last um, one, yeah. City girls,
1: raw. I like the city girls. By the way, just gonna say, I don't know why she startled, you know but what? I like the city girls.
0: No, I'm analyzing them in in 2023 and how it's just gone like mm. musically. That's why I'm making mm-hmm. this space. Like it's. I was gonna say. Karisha or Young Nayami as um, what's it called as an entrepreneur and social and social media staff with She's Karisha taken please off. amazing, but when I make this face, I'm talking about how the music has gone in 2023, and that's why I'm like this.
1: Yeah, personally, I did not like Raw. Yeah, personally, what I think is okay. Let me say this. What I felt was a lot, and I wasn't there, so I can't say this with, like, 100% certainty, but I just felt like their hearts weren't really in it.
0: I don't even think that's... I I think
1: everyone's been saying that at this point. Everyone's saying it. Literally, like, when the album was coming out, I didn't even see that much promotion. I didn't even see that stuff individually that they they were doing
0: to promote the album. They literally admitted that they didn't promote the album and they only promoted it after after the then they got backlash for the amount of sales that they got. Only afterwards,
1: I think that type of energy and like attitude reflected in the music. Maybe that that was the same way they approached that album. Maybe they maybe they literally just. It felt to me that this album was made because of some sort of like contract contractual agreement. Like I can see that I didn't yeah. feel the same way I felt and got that you know that fire and that fight and motivation, redemption, all of that from like their previous work.
0: That's, no, yeah, I agree. Like, Raw, I just didn't feel the hunger that they felt when, yeah. like, Period and, like, City and Lock came out. Like, I felt for the period, hunger of two girls City trying to get Hall. out from their area.
1: Even this, the one when um, I just the JT passion. just came out.
0: JT just came out. There was more passion that I didn't feel the passion necessarily for this album. And, again, I think they did not pick good singles to release prior to the album. Like... At yeah. Bad is a Diddy song, so we're not going to count that one. Um, what was it, the next one that they released?
1: Um, I Need a Thug. They put out, so Good Love also. Good Love, but the thing is, you know what? I keep getting that, like, because that was like a year ago, before the yeah, album came that's, out. that's so, they even knew, like, from what I'm taking, like, this album was not a surprise. It's been coming out, so I don't know why they didn't. Karisha's
0: been saying all summer, like, City yeah. Girls dropping this summer, and then it didn't drop till, like
1: winter literally and then
0: they had i need a thug
1: i like that song i can't lie
0: I, do you know what i think people didn't like that song because because i think it was people were saying that you're you're saying i understand people were saying but it's just music but i think it's because people were saying oh you guys are dating rich millionaires and you're saying i need a thug but that's the city brand. girl but but i was saying say is the city girl's brand is like we like get the thug but i think people were like but you're with rich men so i think that's why people didn't yeah, maybe it didn't, res- yeah, it didn't maybe resonate. Yeah, maybe that's why
1: people yeah, didn't resonate with that. There them. was another song that was like... flashy. Oh. I like that song. I'm trying to See, of- that's the perfect... That's the pop why? nursery rhyme thing you're talking about. But one
0: thing is, that why did you not release that song for the summer? That one was a better song. They had this other song that sounded like Act Up Again that was released before that. Was it Face Down or something? They had another song which like was really random, Face Down. People didn't really... like. Support that one. I I just believe they picked the wrong singles, and there wasn't enough promotion, which is I think which is why the album
1: didn't really do well. And yeah, I I agree. I I honestly felt like they that album was made as a contractual agreement. Hurts. The thought processes and things. They were just putting. They were just like doing whatever they wanted. That's what I felt like. There wasn't, you know, the analytical planning and watching trends, things like that. I didn't. I didn't think that thought was put into the album. Their hearts weren't in it. Well, I felt like their hearts were in it, but I will say this is a
0: quick comment before we start to wrap up. I think Young has tied her brand too much to Diddy. Because I felt like she put, like, rather than focusing on the City Girls, I, and obviously she has her own platform, Carisha, please, that she's still been working on. I feel like she's tied her brand too close to him. And now we've seen how this has backfired on her horrifically, especially for what the City Girls stand for, female empowerment. I do feel like they've kind of let themselves get over-consumed by their relationships rather than the friendship e- and the music. And I think people see through it. Like, people are actually very smart. Mm. This is how I feel personally. I feel like kind of she kind of just let herself as a city girl kind of be. Obviously, you can be in love and then be a city girl being in a relationship, but I just feel like she let herself get too consumed in that. And that was kind of backfired on her with all this stuff going on. And because I remember someone brought up a good point. That she was promoting daily Leon, that drink that she has, because she works for Revolt, more than... like, Because she promotes Dailyon Leon with her Risha Roulette cards more than she promoted her album. Mm-hmm. And I think that was a good point that someone
1: made, which is why I'm kind of bringing this up. But, yeah. I mean, maybe this we're seeing, like, you know, a new era for the City Girls. We're going to see... I think JT's going solo. Oh, there you go. J- one's going to go solo. One's going to get in the entrepreneurial, socialite present an acting bag. Maybe they'll come back together. I think, yeah, I think that the City Girls are in a different space. They're and, in a different era. Yeah, and it's the music, unfortunately, and the quality of it is kind of like suffering while they're in this transitional moment. It's a shame that they couldn't, I don't know, just hold on to yeah. that vibe that they had on for the other albums. I personally think they should have just hold on, like hold off, like just wait. Go through these periods and then drop the album later when you've got the time and your mind's on the album and not all these other things, because JT's got some brand deals now as well, Mm, or brand endorsements. She's been doing good. I just think it was promotion.
0: And again, why did you wait till after the album came out? Because I've been seeing them on Cosmopolitan Mm. taking shots, but this is after your album came out and... I just felt like this All should have done prior I, If you watch the interview Of The Breakfast Club They were supposed to host An episode of The Breakfast Club Themselves That would have went viral And then you guys Couldn't get sorted out Because of like And apparently They don't, they don't have management That's okay. crazy I, I don't
1: know about all of it. They I said all of this On The Breakfast Club So you guys can check The yeah, Breakfast tune Club interview in to that episode Look at us plugging Other interviews and stuff But yeah So we gotta
0: go Because this is But yeah We're gonna wrap this up But that's how We're gonna end it there Thank you for watching our second episode of the Unapologetic Melody podcast. If you want to tune in for more, please like, comment and subscribe. And we'll see you for next time. So tune in next time for more topics.
1: Insta, TikTok, Damora Doll. Follow me, I'll follow back.
0: Insta, Insta, TikTok, Gina Adams. And we'll put our links to Unapologetic Melody in general. Thanks for watching. Thanks for and- watching. Bye. Toodle.